female entrepreneurs turned besties share on life, business, and the journey through the mess. Join their community with every new episode for connection, education, a few laughs, and the hype energy like a bathroom full of drunk girls at a bar. It's okay. We're We're friends friends now. now. Hey, everyone. Welcome to We're Your Friends Now. This is Katie Campbell, your host for this week. I've got Biz. Whoop, whoop. And Ashley. (laughs) Hello. And this week, we are talking about something that I love, and it's love languages. Um, So we kind of figured we wanted like a fun, happy topic that, well, it's interesting too, um, (laughs) that we could kind of talk about. And this is something that uh, completely changed my thinking a few years ago when I first came across it. Uh, So I do want to start out by saying that the love languages, if you haven't heard of them, are based on this book called The Five Love Love Languages. It's written by Dr. Gary Chapman. Great book. I read it at least once a year as a refresher. Um, Highly recommend. I will tell people it has, he writes it from a religious standpoint. You can still grasp the concepts even if you aren't religious. And just so you know, it is written from a religious standpoint. And it was such an interesting transformative book to me because um, it really talks about how people, right, we all speak different languages across the universe and it's the exact same with love. So the way that you receive love is totally different than other people. And this was a game changer in all of my relationships. So we have all taken the love languages quiz. There's a little quiz that you can take to kind of show you what yours might be and explain it. So we are going to talk about what ours are and how they play out in our lives. Um, much like our letters of recommendation, we have not shown each other or told each other what they are, right? Wow. Completely yeah. going to be surprised. Although I've got what I think would be your guys' love languages. Um <laughs> The interesting thing to me about this is that there's so many things that we do. Like I, I am a sucker for a good personality thing because I think to help others, you have to understand yourself and understand the difference or whatever. Um, And your love language can change over time. And I actually was really interested seeing that in mind of how my life has changed and how my love language is have changed a little bit. So, um, all right, let's go. Ashley, do you want to do you want to go yours first? I will. What I want to know is what you guys would guess my top love language is. Oh. Acts of service. Uh, quality time. Actually, yeah, quality time. No, I think quality time. Okay. Interesting. So, my top love language is physical touch. Whoa. I think that that surprises everybody. And it surprised me because I haven't taken this in years and years and years when I first met my husband. So for those of you that don't know, I met him on Tinder. Shout out Tinder. Sponsor me. Um, (laughs) Before I ever met him, I kind of like warned him. I was like, just so you know, I'm not really like a touchy, cuddly person. Like, you know, I hope that's not a problem for you or whatever. And yeah, like I'm I'm a cat. Like, you know, I have a very cat-like personality. And he makes fun of me all the time because he's like, I'll come try to cuddle up to him in bed. And he's like, what happened to not being cuddly? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm the person that will like stick my foot across the bed to like touch his leg. Like, I just have to be in contact some way all the time. And like, you know, the love languages quiz was asking stuff but, like, oh, like, you know, is it more meaningful if your partner scratches your back or something? And I was laughing because in my house, we call those pets. 
And <laughs> I go, I'll get in bed and I'll like scooch myself over and <laughs> can I have some pets? <laughs> and yeah, I know there's, the, there's our weird couple thing for you. So yeah, it's physical touch, but quality time was a close second at 27%. What was your physical touch percentage? 30%. Okay. So they're oh, so those are really close. Really close. And then acts of service is also 27%. Oh. So they're pretty close together. And when I had first taken this, like probably, I don't know, seven years ago, acts of service was my leading love language by a long shot, like 90% or something crazy. Wow. And it's funny because looking back, I was in a partnership at the time where I just wasn't getting um, enough support logistically. Yeah. Like I just straight yeah. up needed the support. And so I interpreted that as being meaningful when in reality it was just being unsupported in an area. So I think that's also interesting is that your relationships can potentially interfere with what your love language results are based on where you're not having needs met. And that's kind of like a mind fuck <laughs> to think about how those two things can relate. We talk about it, right? The bold law want equals lack. Mm -hmm. And so it's like when you take things like this and you you see something and you think, oh, yes, that would be meaningful to me. But it's just yeah. because you want it because you don't have it. Because it doesn't necessarily it. mean that it would mean more than something else. You're just deprived of it right now. So true. Um, so, yeah, it, it's interesting. And then my words of affirmation were 10%. And my receiving gifts were seven. So both times receiving gifts were, it was in the last place for me. So that's yeah. those are like the main things I remember from having taken it before um, to now. So it's interesting. Yeah. I, I loved seeing that. And I thought it was very funny that. I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked that physical touch is your first one. I think it's kind of like on the last episode where I mentioned that I used to be an introvert and most people yeah. would laugh at that. And I'm like, yeah, and I'm also super cuddly. And people be like, okay, Ashley, who are you trying to fool? <laughs> Ashley, Ashley is an extroverted teddy bear who cries a lot and literally zero people would believe that. <laughs> and everybody thinks I'm not. I bamboozled everybody successfully. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. What do we think business was? I'm going to say her leading would be words of affirmation. See, I think it's words of affirmation or quality time. And I'm stuck between the two. Or it might be receiving gifts. I would say it's words of affirmations and gifts. Because she loves to give gifts. This we'll talk about really that. <laughs> I, I really, this is really fun. I like this game. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is like, love me, love me. <laughs> I can handle this. It's like, oh, what type of love do I like to give? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I words of affirmation. Yeah, words of affirmation is my number yeah. one. But it's crazy um, because mine are words of affirmation is 33%. Acts mm. of service is 23 Physical touch and quality time are tied for 20. Oh. And receiving gifts is only 3%. <laughs> wow. Which is so crazy that you like comment, Ashley, on like how I love to give gifts because it is. It's like my number one like way to give yeah. gifts when I'm being intentional. Like it is like, oh, 
Yeah. I also maybe I don't maybe I can't just like stop myself whenever I see something that like reminds me of somebody. Like I have yeah. to buy it. <laughs> well, he um, talks about it in the book though, that the way that you receive and the way that you give can be totally mm -hmm. different. So some people's are exactly the same, but biz, I mean, you are also very generous with words of affirmation and you're intentional sure. about it. And gifts may be the number one way that you give them, you give love but you might receive it more through words, but it can, it doesn't have to be the same yeah. for the way that you give and receive. I was going to say, what I think is kind of interesting about those two in relation to each other is that I think they're really the only two that make a lot of sense in that words can be a gift in my mind. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. giving, like you're giving a compliment you, and it, like that to me is so important. And a lot of people probably have those as a related love language in some way. That's you a know, really interesting point. I really love cards. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh. And yeah. so like that right there, like, I, I think that's might be, yeah, I, I'm going to dig into that, Ashley, a little bit more. Um, and what's fascinating to me, as soon as I took this again, because Katie, I don't, I haven't taken this probably in a decade, like real time. Yeah. And yeah. um, so as soon as I did, I was like, oh, man, babe, you got to do this. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and I like he hasn't done it yet, but he's going to. And um, and I sent it to him because gifts were my primary love language whenever we first um, started dating way back Interesting. when. And like our wedding anniversary, we'll be married 11 years next month. And so it's kind of yeah. wild to think about like how much you change. But I like distinctly remember like when, when we when we first moved to Houston, we'd be like, you're not getting me enough shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, so upset. I was like, it doesn't matter. It could just be a Snickers. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. funny because like, and I mean, you know, shout out to my husband because like he, you know, it's like seriously, obviously, you know, we've been married whatnot but it just it's just wild because I like I remember that and like how selfish almost and like demanding I was in that that time of our lives to now and it's weird it's weird I, to see I wonder I wonder it's because I always think that like something has to shape us into how we are right and so there was something in you that the expectation was that people would show their love through gifts and if they didn't you yeah. know you felt unloved and Biz, I know you have been so intentional about personal growth and really digging deep into yourself and working through some hard shit. And so I wonder if words kind of mean more to you now because it's that validation and affirmation that mm. somebody sees you and sees the work that you've done and appreciates all of this work that you've put in. And like, yeah. I think that you are finally at the point where you're accepting that you're a really badass person. And so for yeah. somebody else to comment on it is like another validation of that. Thanks, Katie. Yeah, I appreciate I appreciate you read me. That's, you know, I think I might need to keep you around. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny because I... One, I think it's interesting that a lot of people probably associate the gift one with feeling selfish, and I don't think yeah. it has to. Uh -uh. Um, obviously, you can be somebody that's selfish in probably any of these regards, but I don't think it's selfish to have that as a love language. And when I was growing up, birthdays were kind of a big deal in my household in that like, my dad always tried to really go out of his way to give presents, and he still to this day, he hates if you don't ask for like physical presents. He's like, what can I get you? And you're like, honestly, 
don't like have anything on my list right now. And he's like, okay, you need something to unwrap. Like it drives him nuts. And so I think leaving my household and going out into the world of real relationships where they don't have that same access to capital or that same love language or whatever it is. And all of a sudden you have this, like something like missing it, mm. it creates that lack versus want thing again. And so for a while, that is what your love language stays in until you kind of develop more as a person. Like you said, Katie, did you feel that a little bit when you left home? Like if you didn't receive, like if you were dating somebody and you didn't get gifts from them, did you feel a little bit like, why don't they love me? Or why aren't they showing it? Yes. I, I used to cry on my birthday every single year. Um, the <laughs> last, my, my dad would like Valentine's day to Christmas, like everything. We would come downstairs in the morning and we had like dedicated chairs at the dining room table. So like we would have flowers at our dedicated spot or a box of chocolates for Valentine's day, balloons, like tied to it. it and it wasn't over the top expensive or extravagant or anything, you know, crazy, but it was that like extra thought and time and yeah. not having that hurt a ton. And yeah. so, yeah, totally. When I first moved out, it was a big leap to get used to not having that. Yeah. Cause I think we're all a product of our environment and conditioning, not in a negative way. It's just however right. you're brought up, right? Like you yeah. tend to believe that what your parents are doing is love. And so when you mm -hmm. step away from that and somebody else loves you differently, it's lost in translation. You know, it's really interesting to like hear you say that because like we took we only took the quiz in the the romantic one, right? Yeah, today. yeah. Like also like you know shout out. There's a whole bunch of them, and yeah. so you know we're we're of course talking about this and that and that phrasing, and it's it's interesting because Jonathan has really taught me the gift in like being present with mm -hmm. someone in that, and I and like what you guys are talking about. I'm like, yeah, like. You know, I, I've been through some pretty like romantic relationships, like extravagant, you know, things yeah. in my, in my life. And like looking back, you know, here with it and just like where I was at that time. And now it's just, yeah, I think you guys are really right. And like, like that and like sitting with it and it's not so much a place of lack as much of a, a place of abundance in it and, and where you, where I feel loved. I, I love think. that. Yeah. And like, cause when yeah. I was taking the quiz, um, I just kept thinking, you know, cause it, the way the questions are posed, it's like either or, right. Yeah. And it's, it's not like multiple choices, like four, it's, it's or one rank like, them. A or B, <laughs> um, with it. And so I was just really trying to kind of rapidly go through it mm -hmm. and like, what Got would you be happiest in this moment? Um, and, and that's what it is. Like that's, and I kept thinking to myself, like, you know, I work from home primarily and like, you know, to stop in, like, what is it that, that does it or like this? And it's just really interesting like that. I'm, yeah. I'm glad we, I'm glad you, you had this idea, Katie. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad. And thank you guys for, uh, for the conversation here for my benefit, for my benefit. That's yeah. fun. It is. I know. I love it. <laughs> more often. Good thing we have this podcast. <laughs> so Katie, I would totally guess that yours is going to be quality time and then acts of service. Oh, words of affirmation all day. And all I say day. acts of service because again, like Biz loves to give gifts. You love to do things for people. I, I think, but that's what I think it is. I think quality time is... 
actually, I don't know. I think quality time is probably like the highest regard, like held esteem for Katie. But then, like the most obvious one is words of affirmation. <laughs> this is really <laughs> you were right, Fizz. This is so fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my top one is words of affirmation at thirty-seven percent. Oh my god, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> um, and then acts of service is 27%. Physical touch is 20. Quality time is 17. And receiving gifts is zero. <laughs> you like you never chose taken this words of affirmation has been at the top and then the next three have kind of moved around and I think acts of service right now feels a lot more kind of what you were talking about Ashley like I work a lot I am at home with myself like there yeah like any any kind of help is like mind-blowing to me not that my husband doesn't help it's just like it means the world because I feel like he understands what my daily life is like um receiving gifts has literally been zero every time I've taken this and it checks out now I will be very clear that like I appreciate when people give me gifts I prefer gifts that are experiences or food um which would make me think quality time would be higher up um And things like Christmas, my birthday, holidays that center around receiving gifts, I don't like. And the reason is because I get so uncomfortable when somebody gives me a gift that I somehow won't convey how much I appreciate Mm. them thinking of me to the point that it makes me feel uncomfortable that they give me. Like, it is so difficult for me. Um, And I do really appreciate it. And I think the only reason quality time is low is probably because again, this is taken from like a like your romantic partnerships, and it's not that I don't love spending time with Brett, it's that that's something that we have a huge abundance of, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, when you work in self employment and yeah, from home and stuff, you get a lot of time together, yeah, like not, and I mean, not all of it is quality time, like we're both working water chasing around our son, but. We we have a lot of time together. There's no lack of that. But Biz, I had to laugh when you said that you love cards um, because I also love cards. And that's like when we got married, I was so excited to open all the cards and read all the messages. And like I, I was bawling my eyes out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I so a couple of years ago, uh, one of our friends who's a referral partner sends out gifts to like some of his top referral partners. And he sent me a gift. And when I opened it, I saw that there was like a folded up piece of paper with handwriting on it. And I started to cry when I saw it. Mm. And I sent him a photo and I said, oh, my gosh, I'm way like I don't even care what's in the box. I'm so excited that you sent me a note. This means the world to me. I can't wait to read it. And I open it up and it just says, sorry, this looks like it was packed by a terrorist. (laughs) (laughs) 
(laughs) So I was like, well, this is very disappointing. Like, not only is it a gift, but you didn't even put like a real card in here. (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. This it was interesting to me to see acts of service so high. Like twenty seven percent is pretty high. Um, yeah, that is. You know. I think but what's I'm... funny about it too is that just because you have like a leading or a standout love language doesn't mean you won't oh won't receive love from another one. Right. So that's interesting too because my let's see my words of affirmation was super low and I think a card kind of counts as words of affirmation. For sure. And my husband on the day of our wedding, I woke up and he had left a handwritten card on Mm -hmm. the bathroom counter where I was going to get ready. And of course, bawled my eyes out. He filled out like the whole thing. Like it's very long. And but my words of affirmation is only 10%. And that is one of my most treasured memories. Yeah. I don't think it means that it doesn't mean anything to you. It's so here's how I see it. Is it like if that so in the book especially he talks about love tanks right and so like Mm. they can be full or empty and the way to refill them so to me whatever your top answer is that one it's going to be most detrimental if that one's empty and it probably takes the most to fill it up and the opposite is true too like words of affirmation means so much to I'm totally the person that I'll get a nice text or something and screenshot it and read it a hundred times and it'll make mm-hmm. me cry every single time and words hurt me so much deeper than like somebody not wanting to hang out with me or somebody forgetting to do something I asked them like words will hurt me a lot more Mm. that's so interesting I want to take the so there's a friendship one too is that what you guys were saying because I've never I've only known that there's a romantic one so after like a few years ago he started coming out with different tactics and I was happy to see it um there's like a workplace one one for parents and kids I think there's a friend one for apology that's yes. the one that I want to do. And I honestly was like, we should do that one. <laughs> I think I did it before we got on here. <laughs> did you? I didn't have enough time, but like I want to do that one hardcore. Um, because I think it, I think, you know, talking about even with friendship, like circling back around to that, like where you oh show up whenever you didn't show up as your best yeah. self for someone. And how to like handle that as an adult, you know, and I, I am like super excited to see that test. I can't wait. I can't wait to take it. I screw up all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was interesting to me to see the, the different ones covered there. Um, I was also really excited when he started focusing on some of the other things, because the first time I read this book, like I said, my mind was blown and I instantly was like, this will fix every relationship that I've ever had in my life. And then also, like, mix it with the disc profile thing. And I was like, I'm unstoppable. Like, <laughs> I, can, I can love everybody how they need to be loved. Um, but the first thing that I did was really, uh, at the time, I worked retail and I managed several employees. Mm. And it was so cool. It was a fun little project for me to figure out what their love languages were so that I could make them feel appreciated in the way that meant the most to them. And some of them are tricky. Like physical touch is hard because you're in the workforce and, you know, some places you aren't allowed to hug or whatever. Um, And it was a really cool way for me to get to know them better and make sure that they truly felt appreciated and loved and cared for and like it was a place where they could thrive and not just like 
a thank you might not do it for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Super interesting. Cause you know, it's funny that you mentioned the disc assessment. So anybody that hasn't done the Tony Robbins personality assessment, where he breaks yeah. it down to four personality types, we've all done those. And I think they're so interesting, but I also think that it's the easiest to predict. Oh like, yeah. It, so, uh, the people that are S and C personalities can get mixed sometimes, but for the most part, you know, within a few minutes of talking to somebody what they are, mm-hmm. whereas love languages, it's like, even we like having known each other for so many years are often wrong. Yeah. Well, you almost have to, it's almost trial and error where you have to attempt all five and see which one gets the best <laughs> response. <laughs> Standing there, giving them a hug, stand back. Like, now they look confused by that. Here's a card. Now they look confused by that. Here's a gift. Well, yeah, that one looks pretty happy. <laughs> but I mean, it it really does make such a difference when you know. And like when you know with a right, so we all took it in the romantic partner quiz. Um mm-hmm. But it's so helpful. And I'll just say it to Brett sometimes if I'm having a rough day or if we've both been really busy. So his is quality time. So it's easy because it's part of our routine every night to like once Connor's asleep and we eat dinner before we start back up on work, like we spend a little bit of time together. Then we work and then we like we're together. Yeah. And so his love tank is full from that. Right. And um Sometimes I'll just like poke him and like I need words. I need some words. <laughs> give me, give me some words. Yeah, I had Jonathan's is uh, whenever he took it over a decade ago. His was physical touch, and mine was like super not physical touch, like at yeah. all. Yeah. And I used to have to like, I was really intentional about touching him like when like, I passed him like in a room hand, like touching his shoulder <laughs> and being like I am touching you like <laughs> this I is like E.T. your hand in public <laughs> like we're at the movies let me do this we're driving <laughs> and it was so weird whenever like we first started doing it because like I didn't say it out loud all yeah. the time but I didn't think it like constantly yeah. Um, but props to you for like making a conscious effort because some people would be like, oh, I don't do yeah. that. Like, no, no. I'm not going to do that for you. Yeah. Well, it was kind of fun. Like if somebody, well, there we go. Like, I mean, if somebody listening to this has a partner that says physical touch and you're like super not like it was kind of fun to watch him open up and respond and then like more easily fill my tank just because yeah. I touched him on the shoulder when I walked by. Like yeah. it was like so easy. <laughs> well, and let me let me put this out there, right? Like anybody using saying that their love language is physical touch is a way to get sex. That is not what it is. It is things like touching them on the shoulder, like touching their back as you walk by, or you know, like holding yes. hands, things like that. Pets. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, oh, I was going to say that. And then like the other thing, um, I don't know if he'll listen to this and it'd be funny if you if think I call him out on this cute stuff. But um, I found out that like his words of affirmation, the way that he combines them, like I love cards, right? Because they're words of affirmation and a gift um, yeah. at the same time. And I think he found this hybrid way in the car because he can't sing or anything. <laughs> But he'll put on specific songs and like touch Aww. me 
And That's so like, no matter what's going on, like I could be like, he could be chauffeuring me around while I'm working or like live and I can be doing a school or somebody else can be in the car. But it's just like like that. That's his little way of of hybriding the two. And it's, it's really sweet. sweet. Yeah, that's cool. And that's- <laughs> so you know, Katie, I there's an exercise that I did last year or earlier this year. Oh, my gosh. This is still 2023. So earlier this year when no I was competing in the beauty pageant mm-hmm. one of the exercises they had us all do as a group is they told us all so that i don't know there's like a hundred of us so they had us split up into two groups on each side of the room didn't tell us why just randomly scatter 50 and 50 the one side of the room of 50 people had to close their eyes and stand still the other side had to come up with a saying or an affirmation that they wish they were being told Ooh. and hearing from someone in their life and then we had to go say that affirmation to everybody that had their eyes closed. And so you'd hear an affirmation that really didn't like resonate with you. You'd be like, okay, you know, like you're doing a great job, like whatever. And then somebody would come by and say something and you would just see them like crumble. And like, you could tell that they needed to hear that too. Wow. And so there's all these things that you never would have thought to tell yourself or to affirm yourself with. Yeah. Until you heard it from this other person. And so then once that had all concluded and we're all sobbing and an entire mess of people, <laughs> the, the pageant director was like, okay, so now you guys need to remember what you heard that resonated with you and you need to go home and tell the people in your life to tell you that. Ooh, wow. That man, that's a good one. It was so all right. Crazy. Next conference. Next As time we're all together. We need to lead it. I would love a we're your friends now, like breakout. At a oh conference. my gosh. Wait, we can Half do something. Hour. We can do something at family reunion. Yeah, for real. Heck yeah. yeah. Or whatever. Um, so I love that. And it brings up a cool point too that I was, um, as I was driving around thinking about this episode and stuff, I was laughing to myself because, uh, so when I was younger, I think I was in college dating this guy. And we were having some issues, and um, one of the things that he said to me was we would have trouble long-term because I I didn't feel like I had to chase you, or I, right? Like, it was just very – he was into me. I was in him. Wow. You know, whatever. We started dating, and he was like, you didn't play hard to get. You didn't – and I'm just not – I'm not that kind of person. Like, right. that's not – in like, no shame to people who are. I'm just very direct. So things like – this are very helpful to me because I literally like <laughs> when Brett and I started talking first I had the conversation with him because we I mean you know we met during COVID and yeah. I was like we need to be on the same page like after a while because I'm getting feelings if you're not that's cool but like we can't talk for five hours a day anymore and then it was like okay KPA disc love language how do we communicate <laughs> this is how you love me <laughs> like this is how we operate this is what I need you. I did that. Well, I didn't have those tools, but I had a list of like negotiables and non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and I, I, God bless him. I can't believe it. But I literally, <laughs> scored him. I literally scored him. And I was like, if you are not over this number. Okay. Hold on. Backtrack. All right. If we're having this story, I, I was like a chronic dater um, for a long time. And I realized in my early 20s, after I graduated college, before I got into a relationship with my husband, that I needed to spend an entire year single. 
Yeah. And so I made myself be single for an entire year. And in that, it was right around the time that like online dating was kind of becoming a thing. And I went out with every single person that didn't freak me out. And I, <laughs> at the end of the day, I had like, could, like done this. <laughs> See, this is about y'all. God, it's so funny. I hadn't even recalled that until you started talking about this. <laughs> I am like such a different person now, and I cannot believe I put him through that. But it's so funny. But <laughs> like passed. what you're talking about, like I, I like, but maybe I would. God, it's been so long. I don't know. <laughs> but that's but nice. The the ranking system there, or how you, but like really though, I mean, I think that's just. I think it's just using the tools that you have available to you at the time. And like- I, I, I did think it was really funny when I was thinking about this. And I was like, here I am with a quiz. It's like, this is how to love me. Say nice things. I <laughs> know. <laughs> what? I know. That is us. So you're just exactly like, this is it. Here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Just, just say nice things to me. Push this button. But like do you we were that simple though right yeah I mean I but like but at the same time though that's the whole point is that we are right is that like that you can focus in on these things and and I I think there's so much freedom in it right like there's there's so much freedom and and learning um this in general and how to to see other people um to me totally so I I draw it to like, so when I moved to Pennsylvania, um, I was going, I was going to be coaching agents about real estate and I had only sold real estate in Texas. So I knew our contract, like mm-hmm. front, back, whatever it was memorized. And so like I told Brett, well, the way that I know to do this is I take the Texas contract and you take the Pennsylvania one. And we'll find the differences because I know this one inside and out. And then we'll just see what the differences are. And then I can learn about the differences. And that's how I think about life is like, I don't have everybody else's information. But if I know mine really, Mm. really, really well, I can spot the differences. And then I can learn how to like adapt, adjust, learn about them, you know, but like I have to know the base point for me really well to find to even find the differences. That's love a that. really interesting way to think about it. I love that, Katie. It's just more and more. I think that's one of the the biggest role model examples you are currently um, in my life is the clear vision you have, um, both of like like what you want, um, and I think it all just kind of really stems stems from there. And I just. You're just this awesome example of how important that is, you know, and how everything yeah. else like really kind of falls into place. And so it's it's you know, it's important, I think, when you're trying to to figure out like if you're in some funk, you know, yeah. to start with yourself um and look at and understand yourself first and then, you know, kind of figure out what you want to do or try out different things, you know, or figure out like w- which ways you like giving, you know, yeah. like like you know, test out different stuff. Um, gift giving for me, that is like always been there. Um, I have become more intentional in my physical touch and and in my words of affirmation. 
<laughs> and whatnot. This next time I see you, I need you to be like, okay, I'm going to hug Katie now. <laughs> I am well, hugging you now. <laughs> I do that. If y'all know, like when I go up to people, like you, if you're someone that I know is a physical toucher, I give you a Becca Lutz hug, which is one <laughs> seconds. So that way yep. the oxytocin can actually exchange because <laughs> you have to wait that long. And I'm like, and basically I don't count to 20 seconds anymore. I just kind of hug them until it gets weird and then hold on for like a little <laughs> longer. And then we go. <laughs> um, so, but, but, but I would have realized though with that is like my definition of weird is different than their definition of weird. If like, you know, physical touch is there, you know, at least that's what I tell myself anyway. <laughs> Maybe. <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you know, but, but point is, is it's, it's really cool. And I, I think um, I was really surprised to see how balanced mine were for the most yeah. part um, with it. And uh, I don't know. What do you think that means, Katie, as the, as the episode expert on this and the one who reads it all the time? What do you, why do you think that is? <laughs> expert is a far cry. I would say it's probably like they almost mean it. like you just like love, like you just like receiving it, right? And you're very receptive to a bunch yeah. of different ways. I don't think there's anything – weird i think that you're able to translate a lot of different things into love um i could see and that. i would guess that and i'm having this thought as you just said because you said gift giving and how you've always loved it and then i'm sitting here saying like gift get like receiving gifts for me is a zero and i think like my and i know you and i have talked about this is mine probably also stems from my like i don't ever want to be a burden and for some reason like people spending money or giving me a physical mm. thing seems more like a burden than like saying something or giving me a hug or whatever. So I wonder if there's some component of that too. But I think that like, like we said, you have worked so hard on a lot of things within you and it may be, you aren't lacking in many places. And so you're just able to receive people's good intentions for what they are. Wow. Well, that's not what I was expecting you to pull. <laughs> well, thanks. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. It's just, it's really, it's really interesting. I'm so glad again that, that you prompted this, that this conversation all the way around with it. I, um, I, cause that's again, like the way that we took it was how we receive it. So yeah. yeah, I think my thing is, it's just intention. I think if yeah. I know somebody is being intentional with whatever expression mm -hmm. they're doing, that, that is, is what gets me. Um, yeah. It's interesting that you bring that up because that to me is why I don't particularly receive or give love in the form of gifts because I really, really enjoy it. When you like, you stumble across that thing that makes you think of the person and you're like, I have to get this for them. Yeah. Phenomenal. Love that feeling. Wish I could put it in a bottle and keep it forever. It is so much fun. And like Katie's mentioning, I don't want people to feel burdened to give me a gift for the sake of it. Like yep. I had no wedding registry. We accepted no gifts. We said, absolutely not. Yep. Um, partly because we're two adults moving in. We had like three toasters and like four coffee makers. Were any, like, were any of the toasters $1,200? Adult None of the toasters toaster. were $1,200. <laughs> It's like one of those $12 Walmart toasters that refuses to die so we can upgrade. <laughs> well, you should have done a registry. I don't know what to tell you. Should have done a registry. And that's the only item on the registry. <laughs> <laughs>
And so I don't like, but if somebody does really think of, you know, something I've mentioned in passing and then Mm -hmm. there's an intention behind it, then I absolutely receive it really well. So it's interesting about the intention. I had trouble the first time I took this because I was like, all of it sounds good. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Just love me. Just love me. And I really think that my giving is kind of all of them because I just like, I'll just do like whatever I, if, if there's a way that I can possibly think that I can make you feel loved, I'm going to do it. Um, you know, and like, like I just, it, it brings me so much joy. Um, Mm. And like the first time I took this, I really, really struggled because I was like, literally everything. Yes, do it all. (laughs) (laughs) Just love in general is just love me. Well, you know, and if you're struggling with that, one of the best ways um, that I had somebody phrase that was just to flip the question into like a negative, right? So like, what's something like when you're looking at it that that ticks you off more? (laughs) (laughs) or like the opposite of it like which which opposite so like um like like for me like the one that that stumped me was what was it it was um I don't have it in front of me do you all pull it up it was something about looking Mm -hmm. on your phone or something else yeah it said either it's more meaningful to me when my partner doesn't check their phone while we're talking or my partner goes out of their way to do something that really is pressure on me that one was really hard for me. And so the way that I answered it was I had to flip it the other way around. Like what one would piss me off more if he was staring at his phone oh. while I was talking to him or if I needed like I was drowning and I needed something done and he was like playing video games. Oh, that's yeah, a great idea. And because but that's literally the way I had to turn it around in order to answer it. Yeah. Which one so did helpful. you choose? I don't remember. <laughs> they both seem a little rage inducing yeah, I think they're ignoring me when I am like looking at your phone if I am like trying to talk to you that would piss me off more because like what we're talking about like I'd be like okay fine I got it like I would just say okay I got it but like I could do this and take me a little longer but like if you're ignoring me yeah, yeah I think that's it I think that was probably the one <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Um, well, I love this. This has been really fun. I think that it's such a great exercise to do and can show up in so many places, work, friendships, romantic relationships. I It was also really helpful to me uh, when I was changing careers and looking for leadership styles so that I knew how to like, communicate with people and show them appreciation too. So I would love for people to take it and let us know what theirs is or any interesting revelations yes. they had uh, when they took it or any surprises um, and see how it helps any of your relationships. So um, this has been so much fun. We are so, so glad that we are your friends now. And don't forget to rate us, review us on all of your favorite podcast episodes. Leave some words of affirmation for me. You'll be my favorite. (laughs) 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 And, And we will see you back here next week. Bye.